Welcome back, everybody, to Creative Pod. I hope you're having a fantastic Monday. This is the week of July 4th, and I'm sure everyone's equally excited to have a little break and spend some time with their friends and family. Um, This is episode three, and today we're going to be discussing probably the most asked question that I get from every other person interested in selling creative items on um, any platform is, how do I get my first sale? I remember when I got my first sale, it took a couple weeks um, and I was just waiting every single day, waiting to hear that notification pop up, get that email to know that like what I was creating was actually something that people would buy. And when that ding went off, my whole house, I think, thought I was having a heart attack because I was screaming at the top of my lungs. I was so excited. And then I finally felt like all this hard work of getting the platform ready, getting the pictures ready, getting the the instructions, the shipping, trying to learn all these different things, finally felt like it was worth it. So today we're going to kind of talk about the steps that I think are most necessary to really increase your odds of getting your first sale within your first week of having your business up and running. So like I mentioned before, I think one of the biggest, biggest, you know, the biggest way to get noticed is your pictures. This is all the customers have. Like literally all they have to know about you, your product, everything is the pictures. If you don't take the time to invest in your photography, in the lighting, in the angles, you're not going to get those customers that are going to return and and be interested in what you are trying to sell. I'm telling you, when I first started, I created um, can coolers or koozies and I created these koozies and I, and I, you know, put my decal on them. I had ironed them. I had done all these steps and like my picture looked horrible. You could not even tell all the hard work and the time, the effort it took me because the picture was blurry. It was, the lighting was horrible. And I remember one day, like we, me and my husband were actually sitting out on the patio drinking a beer and my koozie looked amazing. And I was like, gosh, why don't I take a picture of this right here, right now with the sunlight, the natural lighting, it actually being shown, being used. And I tell you what, as soon as I changed that picture, my sales changed. Let's just say that. So whatever you're selling, try to think about, would this look better outside? Would this look better inside with you know, um, different fluorescent bulbs, if it's um, white crisp lighting or like the yellow hinted hue lighting. Think about all those options that you have. Be creative. I remember going to Walmart and they were selling these palette boards that were already painted and they were just a white, but it was, you know, unique little um, board that I was like, oh, this is a perfect backdrop. This will totally work for selling my items. So then I started, I I bought like, I think two or three of them and they were pretty big, but I was thinking like I could create like a box type structure. So that way from every angle, you saw the same background. 
So again, get creative. Think outside of the box. When you're at your Walmart, when you're at Goodwill, when you're wherever you are, constantly be thinking, could I use this as a backdrop? Could this make my pictures look 10 times better, which then will return in sales? Because again, all they have to go off of are your pictures. Also, I think it really, really, really helps if your store is kind of um, consistent. There's a consistent flow of your marketing, of your pictures, of your logo appearing. And listen, you do not need to go and buy a logo from someone and have a professional company create a logo. The simpler, the better. I mean, I'm telling you, just whatever you've created for your store name, create a simple logo that's not going to take away from your picture, from your item that you're trying to sell, but it's also simple enough to where, you know, it's in the corner. People will come back and come back and know, oh, that's so-and-so store because of the consistency of the logo. And even try, and this can be hard sometimes depending on what you're selling, but if you're going to have it like in the right corner, try to always have it in the right corner. What I actually like to do um, for all of my digital files, I kind of make templates um, and I just go into Photoshop, Adobe Photoshop. Again, free trial. I'll make sure I put that link in the bottom. Um, but Adobe Photoshop, I create, you know, the, I think it's 2000 by 1500, um, the pixels for the picture size, but I created just a blank template that has my logo. It has at the top what the actual product is. If it's an SVG file, if it's a font file, if it's, um, procreate iPad brushes or Photoshop brushes that you can download. I have whatever it is, the category at the top of my template. So that way, every single item is in unity, but it still shows you it's different with a category posted up top. But it has the same flow, has the same colors. My logo is in the same spot every single time. If you actually go and look at the most successful stores on platforms like Etsy, Design Bundles, the creative market, they have this flow. They know what they're doing. They're successful. They have the sales. They have their shops totally set up for complete uniformity where every, everything just shows their brand and what it represents. On their Pinterest, on their Instagram, on every platform that they're using to promote their items, there's a flow to it. So try to pick your brand, pick a simple logo that, you know, represents your brand, represents what you're trying to sell to your customers and keep it consistently showing in all of your products and all of your photos. When you ship out an item, when you get that first sale, slap your logo on something inside of it with a little thank you note. I'm telling you that goes so far. When people get your product, they get excited. They think, oh my gosh, this store took the time to write me a handwritten note thanking me for the hard-earned money I had just spent. So when they go back on Etsy, you're going to be one of the shops they check out first. 
They had a great experience with you. Leave a little note asking for reviews. Do not be afraid to ask for reviews. Those are what puts you apart from everyone. On any platform that you are selling on, the more reviews, the more favorites, the more likes, the more hearts, the more things are shared, that will also bring you sales. So don't be afraid to ask for reviews. And speaking of that, while we're on the topic of reviews, <laughs> if you um, haven't got a chance yet, go out. We're now on iTunes. We're now on, I'm pretty sure, every single platform that you can listen to podcasts on. And please, if you don't mind, share this with your friends, anybody that you might know that is an entrepreneur of any sort, share this with them and give... Um, this podcast, a five-star review, it will really increase our odds of being um, visibly shown on all those platforms. So again, thank you for that. But back to the show, just try your best to set yourself apart because when someone goes to your page on whatever, you know, on Etsy, let's say, and they are very confused. You have so many different products. For example, I sell digital products and I also sell physical products. Well, if they look at my store and they're like, well, wait a second, what is this SVG file? What is, what is this font? What is this? I thought this was a shirt. You will not get sales. They will get so confused that they'll just go on to the next one. There's so many of us out there that have shops. So, you know, make sure it's organized. Don't have your photo with a t-shirt when you're selling cups. You know, make sure that your photos are as crisp and clean and to the point with your logo on there, just showing your product off and what you represent and what you want people to, you know, get from your products. Also, something, a little uh, tip that I learned (laughs) way too late in the game But the app Facetune, I'm sure, even Instagram, um, there's so many different photo editing options out there. But if you take a picture, and let's say it's at nighttime, you don't have the natural light. You don't have the, the lighting that you would prefer to have in your photos. But this is the only time you have. You work all day, and you can't just sit outside taking pictures. Run all of your photos through an app. Again, I use Facetune and there's actually like a lighting section down in the filters and you can mess around with the lighting to where you can make your picture brighter. It doesn't make the actual item appear different. It just makes it more crisp and more clean and it's going to drag. It's going to get your customers when they're scrolling through all those product options, yours is going to pop out because it is crisp, it is clean, and it looks like it was professionally done just by running it through a photo editor. So that was a big, big, big tip. And again, just use that with all of your pictures. Try to use the same filter so that way they all flow and they all make sense. So back to how do I get my first sale? So you have the photo, you know, you have your product. It's Photo is perfect. You have it labeled correctly. Now, how do you get found in the searches? So this is a hard one. This is probably something that a lot of people are trying to figure out. I know I'm always trying to learn and grow from this, but how do I get found on these platforms when there's so many people selling these items? 
well, for one, there are websites out there that will show you, um, you know, like you can put in a keyword, like let's say beach tumbler cup. You put that in and it spits out other words that people will search for. And the website I use to kind of give me keyword help tools is called E-Rank and it's with Etsy and it's based off Etsy's um, searches and their customers. But really, ideally, I use that same information on all of my platforms because they're pretty much around the same, you know, the whole same goal of selling items to people that are buying straight from the store owners. And so, yeah, I'll put in a keyword. It pops up. It tells you all these other keywords that people have also associated when looking for certain items. It tells you, you know, how often that word is searched for. So let's say you're like not getting views and it's because you're selling cat outfits and you're noticing you're not getting any views. Well, you can look on this website and it will tell you like nobody is searching for cat outfits. Cats don't like clothes. What are you doing? <laughs> so you can kind of also like before you invest your time into what you're going to sell, what you you know really want to promote, when you have different ideas in your head, it will show you how often is this actually being searched for? How many other Etsy stores are also selling it? And don't be discouraged by that number. Every time I put a keyword in there, it's like 10,000 other stores are selling the same item. Well, guess what? There's now 10,001. Because if your store is done correctly, and if you make your photos unique, and you really believe in your product, you will still be noticed. I promise you that. And again, keeping up with this podcast, we're going to go over so many different tricks and so many different um, ways to set yourself apart in this industry, because it's really not that hard. And I just don't want anyone to get discouraged because you know 50 other people that are doing this exact same thing. Well, there's hundreds of thousands of people that are buying things. So don't get discouraged. There's definitely less sellers than there are buyers. And that's all you need to tell yourself is just keep on going. But, and, and also there are so many other store owners that are not taking the time to educate themselves. They're not Googling how, how do I set myself apart on Etsy? They're not listening to podcasts. They're not taking that extra step to make sure they're successful and they will eventually get drained out and they'll quit and they'll go on with their, you know, their hobbies and they'll get off Etsy. So again, consistency, make sure your photos are crisp and clean, have your logo to set you apart and use tools, use Google. There are free options out there. I mean, I know E-Rank, Etsy Rank does have free options as well. And I'll make sure to keep all this in the blog, um, in that link to the blog in the notes below. But check out different options, whatever works for your store, whatever works for you. But these are just simple ways that you can kind of edit and, and use tools to set you apart. Also, another thing that people like, <laughs> which is the day of Amazon, is fast free shipping. Honest to God, I have found that my sales have gone up since making almost everything in my store considered, air quotes are happening, free shipping. 
all I do is I, I know how much the item is going to cost to ship and I add it into the price of the item. But what happens is when people are searching for things, they see underneath the picture, free shipping, free shipping, free shipping. That drags their, I mean, literally it's flashing at them. They're like, wait a second. Well, that's a great picture. It looks nice and it's free shipping. Uh, let's do it. Let's check it out. If you offer free shipping and you offer a quick turnaround, which I know can be hard. I mean, if you are hand crocheting, you know, stuffed animals, I understand that you can't just do that in a day or two. It's going to take some time, but be faster than your competition. If that's what you're doing is crocheting a stuffed animal, look at other people on Etsy. Are they, or on any platform, are they saying two weeks? Well, you beat them. You do it in a week. That will set you apart. That will make people go with your store. And again, I've never crocheted a stuffed animal, so I'm not trying to put my foot in my mouth, but whatever time other competitors are doing, just try your best to beat them. And if you can't beat them, do better pricing. Uh, um, just whatever you can to set yourself a little bit apart because this means stuff to the customer. I know whenever I buy anything online, I'm like, well, When's it going to be here? I could have ordered this off Amazon. I could have tried to find this where I could get two-day shipping. People want what they buy now. They want it as soon as possible. And plus, you know, just like everybody else, they always wait till the last minute. I know I have a lot of items that people like to use for weddings. And they're always like, I ordered this yesterday. When is it going to be here? And I'm like, well, for one, I put it in my notes. You know, this is a one to three business day turnaround time, which is very good in the Etsy world, but it's still not good enough to that one customer. So remember that customers are wanting their items as quickly as possible. And the quicker you have on Etsy as your turnaround time, as your processing time, you will stand out against the competition. Plus that free shipping, plus those clean photos and your logo, you will have it going on and you will literally set yourself apart from all the, you know, thousands of stores out there that are doing the exact same thing. And I promise you this will work. Etsy even sends out emails saying, please offer free shipping. This goes a long way with the customers. People will return because they know they can get free shipping. So and again, it flashes on your item underneath saying this offer, you know, it's like, here's, it's on sale plus free shipping. How are you not buying this already? So again, just do, just do basic research, listen to podcasts, listen to, you know, find other successful people on these platforms and just mimic what they're doing. Don't, you know, don't copy word for word. Don't steal their logo. Don't try to become them. Still be unique, but look at their trends and what they're doing. You know, favorite their shop to where every single time they um, put a new product out there that you're being informed because again, they know what they're doing and they're doing it right. They are successful on their platform. So it can't hurt to look at that successful store and be like, how can I be like that? How can I take my vision, my products, what I'm passionate about and mimic the way they're marketing, the way they're selling their products? Are they on social media? Check out their social media. See how often are they really, um, you know, posting about their products? How often are they 
dealing with their customers or, you know, engaging in their customers? Are they following their customers? What, what is it that is setting them apart from the rest? And again, as we go forward, we will go into so much detail, you know, just alone today, edit your pictures, keep it consistent, have that brand, be proud of your brand, be proud and don't be afraid to tell your family and friends. The more accountability that you also put on yourself, you know, I told my husband, for example, I want to put out two podcasts a week. Well, now I have a constant someone that is checking in to be like, when's the next podcast coming out? When, when are we, when are you going to do this? Or do you need help? Do you need help editing it? I have someone in my life that is helping me stay on track. So tell your friends and family, be proud of what you're doing, be consistent. And I promise you that for sale is just around the corner. Don't give up. Instead of giving up, invest more, invest more time. I understand you're busy. You have a life, you have a family, you have a job, you have all of life hitting you. But listen, I had lost my job, had a newborn baby, had a four-year-old, had a husband, had everything coming from all different angles. And I invested the time. I listened to podcasts while I was doing the dishes. I was listening to YouTube videos while folding laundry. Whatever I had to do to, you know, just absorb as much information and try to learn how can I set myself apart from the competition because that's what gets you your first sale. Again, thank you so much for taking your time out of your day to invest in your business and invest in this podcast. Um, again, we will have another episode um, showing up later this week. And if it's not before 4th of July, um, everybody have a blessed 4th of July. Enjoy your time with your friends and family. And yeah, so we will um, be talking soon. And always check out the blog. I'll have it linked below. It has like kind of just a summary of what went on in today's podcast. So again, thank you so much for being here and have a great week.